Hey, what is going on, guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to break down the three-game CSGO main slate on Thursday. Uh, before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name is DK. I make daily videos breaking out NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports daily fantasy sports slates. Esports including Call of Duty, League of Legends, and this one, Counter-Strike CSGO. Um, also, I just wanted to say uh, thank you guys all uh, for all support. We are now over 3.1 uh, or 3.31 thousand subscribers. Um, if you guys are listening to uh, this on podcast version, I do have it on Apple Podcasts. It's the DK DFS show. Um, would really appreciate if you guys could um, leave a five star rating and a review. That would really help me out to continue to uh, to grow that as well. Um, but yeah, with that out of the way, let's jump into the video. Um, before we get into players and the prices, what we can do is we can look back at my lineup here from Wednesday slate. So Wednesday was a um, very, very tilting slate because of one guy. But yeah, it's because of one guy. His name is Masuta. So, um, <clears throat> man, we can go over my lineup. Um, I cashed in the showdown. I don't have to show you guys that, but in the, the big tournament, just missed the $33 tournament. Um, so I ended up losing money overall, actually, which is super... Uh, super frustrating, but okay, let's go over my main slate lineup. Um, so I had Hunter, Kenny S, Zywoo, again, Masuta, Bubshi, and Accor. Um, yeah, it was looking really good after that first game, obviously, with Bubshi and Accor. Um, both were a little bit higher on the $33 tournament, but um, yeah, Accor was amazing, and he was my favorite, one of my favorite value plays there. 98 fancy points, Bubshi had 72 and then going into that um, Vitality game, I, I thought it was looking decent. Um, again, I felt pretty good about the G2 guys in the later game. Um, ended up, Zaiwu played really well, but you had Masuta went 31-55. and 55. And he actually he actually salvaged his day a little bit. Um, and uh, the first map, I think he had negative 14 points. And then the second game, uh, Vitality won... So Vitality lost the first game. Masuda had like way negative points. And they had negative 14. The second game, Vitality won 16 to 3. Uh, now I wasn't watching that game, but I was kind of keeping track. And I saw 16 to 3. I was like, oh, thank God. All right, right. Like they won 16 to 3 easy. Like Masuda had to have a, at least a decent game, right? At least like double positive or so. They won that easily. I checked the score. He went 9 and 15. How is it even possible to go nine and fifteen when your team wins sixteen to three? Like I did not know that was possible. Everyone else on the team obviously killed it. Um, and like, yeah, third map, I guess he somewhat salvaged, got me out of the negatives. He was in the negatives for a while, and I know it's still a point where DraftKings fellow was just trolling me. Uh, they were updating his deaths, but not his kills. So he was like negative eighteen, negative twenty. He was up to like negative twenty-two before DraftKings finally updated something. Um, yeah, I mean. Those, uh, the rest of Vitality is always a risk for me. I never feel good about it, but he's just the last, he's the one that fit into my lap. He was the, the last piece, right? So I wanted to play Hunter in the captain spot with Kenny S. I wanted to play Bubshi in the core and then Zaiwu. And I didn't have, I only had like one or two options I could choose from. I figure, okay, Masuto's hovering. He hovers usually around a 1.0 KD. As long as he does decent, right? 40, 50, maybe even 60 fancy points. I'm fine with that. 15 fancy points. Yeah, guys, that was whew, that was super tilting, and especially because I missed the money in the thirty-three dollar tournament by like one point. Oh, if he just has a normal day, right? If he just puts up, let's go to the hold on, let's go to the uh, thirty-three dollar tournament. Um, 
let's just say um, Masuta, again, has a normal day, gets me 50 or 60 fancy points, right? So say we, we say 55, so that's, um, what is that, plus 40. So I'd be at 423, 433, 43, 453. Where would that be at in the money, right? That would be in like about 20th. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, very, very tilting day for me for sure. Um, can't believe he was that bad, but again, it was a risk for sure. It was just the last piece in my lineup. Um, yeah, and then the G2 guys as well. It was a weird game. All three games ended very early. It was like 16-5, 16-7, 16-7, which is not good um, because you lose out on a lot of potential for, for rounds, right? You only get 0.5 for each round not played. So, if those games were a little bit closer, I think I would have for sure cashed with, you know, obviously Hunter in my uh, captain spot and then Kenny S. But that's the game. Again, cash in the in the big tournament was about a dollar short in the $33 tournament. Cash in the showdown, but still overall ended up losing a little bit. Um, so hope you guys all had a good day. And that's that's really the wrap-up there for uh, Wednesday's look back again. Masuta, you're on my shit list, man. 15 fancy points. Just shaking my head. Um, all right, let's let's uh, let's now look at some odds here. So we have three games slate. We have Navi versus Mad Lions. We have Navi minus 180 favorites over Mad Lions. You have Furia and 100 Thieves, Furia minus 155 favorites. And the game in between that is FaZe and NIP. We don't have a line out right now for that. Um, if you look at their most recent games, NIP did just you know, have an impressive win there against Vitality. They also beat Astralis, but Astralis have been struggling. Whereas FaZe have kind of been limping into this one, right? Lost 1-2 to Navi, 0-2 to Big. So I, I think normally FaZe would probably be about, you know, maybe minus 180 favorites. But because of the recent play, I would say FaZe probably 140, minus 140, minus 150 would be my best guess. But, all right, let's talk about the slate. So we'll start the first game here, Mad Lions versus Navi. Um... They have, again, Navi are minus 180 favorites. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that, to be honest. I think this one is basically a toss-up. Mad Lions has been in really, really good form. Besides that game against Entz, uh, they beat Dignitas, uh, they beat the Tide Mouse Sports, they beat Spirit 2-0, they beat Fnatic 2-1. Navi a little bit more up and down, right? Got 0-2 against Entz and most recently against G2, but did beat Mouse Esports Phase and NIP in between. Um, yeah, I think this one, this one, in my opinion, is going to be close. Um, I like, obviously, I like the price tags more on these Mad Lions guys, especially a core, right? 6.8K. Um, he had a great game today, 98 fancy points. He was looking really good at that op. Now, the concern is he's going to be matched up against Simple, right? So they're going to be in a lot of sniper fights. You've got to give the edge to Simple there, even though, of course, been playing well. So that is the worry, that he is going to have to go against Simple in a lot of these gunfights. Um, I still think, you know, for the price tag at 6.8K, he's going to be pretty popular. I know they're underdogs, but I, I just think he's going to be one of the more popular value plays of the day because of recent play. And I think he is a good play. I do. 6.8K, I don't think it's a, uh, high enough. Um, I also have interest in Bubshi, obviously, at 7.8K. Those are the two I've played today. Those are the two that are always the most popular on this team. Um, yeah, Bubshi, again, is a very, very aggressive player. And, again, when he is, when things are clicking for him, he has enormous upside. He has an upside, like, simple, right? He can put up 100 fancy points in a three-game series. 
uh, right? He did a 108 um, what back in um, April. So yeah, Bubshi is a guy that again when, when things are clicking, he had a good game today against Fanatics, 63 and 46. Um, he does have a lot of upside, and you get him at a nice discount here at 7.8k. So yeah, obviously the price tags look better on the Mad Lions side. Right, you have 7.8k for Bubshi and 6.8k for Akora. For right now, there are two top players. Whereas Navi, you have Simple over 10k and Electronic at 8k. So it's easier to get them, these Mad Lions guys in there. Um, Rose and Asilion, I know they've been decent, um, but I don't know if I get to either of them. Now Rose, the last couple of games, you know, 44 and 34 and 47 and 39. So I could see playing him at 6.4k. Um, I still, I know Shajush has really been struggling. Um, Bad day today against Fnatic, 40 and 48. Um, he really hasn't had a big game in a while, but um, when he is playing well, he can get you 70, even 80 uh, fantasy points. He's at 6.6K. So he's someone, again, I know I talked about, brought him up in the last video, but I still have interest as a low-owned contrarian play if you wanted to, to go the Mad Lions side, right? I know, again, he's been struggling, but if you look at his overall numbers, they're still pretty good. 0.71 kills round, 0.64 deaths round, a 1.12 rating 2.0. Not too far off Bubshi, right? Uh, and then obviously, of course, I'm playing well, too. Um, Asilion, and I don't think I get to him. But all in all, again, if we're looking just, if we're just focusing on this game, the price tags do look better than the Mad Lions side. They are underdogs, but I think this one could go either way. So Bubshi and Akor, the, the top two plays, in my opinion, but... If you want to get different, you could look to Shajosh. I think Roge will get some ownership because of recent play, but I would prefer going the probably the, the more contrarian play in Shajosh, I guess. Um, and then let's talk about Navi. So they are favorites. Again, they're the biggest favorites right now at minus 180. I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that because of Mad, how good Mad Lions are playing um, and how Navi is just, they're so up and down. They've got upset against really bad teams. So I never really feel confident in Navi winning. Um, so we have Simple at 10.2K. I think his ownership is obviously going to be way lower than it was that last slate against G2 where he was like 80-plus percent owned. Um, he had an off game. That was his floor game. They got 2 0 he went, he went negative, actually, 45 and 47, something you rarely uh, ever see with Simple. Um, but you you got to think he bounces back in this one. Um, so I do have Anderson Simple. I think he's going to be, again, pretty popular because he is simple. But is he is he the optimal cash game play? Well, you have to ask yourself that. I, I think, you know, I've messed around with roster construction a lot today. Um, I think for a cash game setting, I like the more balanced approach. I like the guys in, like, the mid-8K range, 7K range, maybe a couple in the 6K range. Uh, a lot of those guys we'll talk about in the last game is Furia, who right now, personally, I think they're the best team in CSGO. So I really like the Furia side. We'll talk about that more uh, at once we get there. Um, so yeah, is Simple a cash game play tomorrow? I, I think he it's close, but you know, you're, if you play him, you got to play someone cheap. And you, you're never going to really feel good with any of those cheap guys, to be honest. Again, I think a core, if we're looking, if we just go, uh, let's just go for the, for the whole slate and look at value plays, right? So, are you going to feel comfortable with anyone below a core at 6.8K? Rain? Eh. Phase hasn't looked good recently. Uh, Rez, 6.8K. Eh, maybe. Twist also been good, right? So, there are some viable options. Jakeem is decent. But, yeah, I mean, you might, if you play simply, again, you might have to play someone like, like a Boomage or like a Vinny, right? 
So that that's the risk you're taking. If you feel confident in one of those cheap guys, then yeah, going the you know going the simple route kind of does make sense because he has enormous upside. It's just you know you you might have to sacrifice a little bit to get him in there. Um, and then electronic at 8K, he's been in really really good form. Um, he in the game they got two out. He went 59 and 47. The last three games, 49 and 36, 88 and 71, and 59 and 47. He looked like their best player last game. Now, sure, again, Simple had an off game. That's most likely not going to happen again. But I still have interest in Electronic. Um, now, again, the price tags do look better on the Mad Lions side. But if you wanted to go, not <clears throat> if you wanted to go, Nabi, um, those are the two guys. Obviously, I'm interested in because they do really carry the roster. You can look at you know Navi's stats. Simple has an insane 0.86 kills round, 0.60 deaths round. Electronic looks good too, 0.72 and 0.65. Everyone else is way negative there. So the only way I would, I would consider one of these guys, Perfecto, Boomage, and Flamey, is if you're going more of that Stars and Scrubs approach. So right, if you're playing Simple, if you're playing Nico, if you're playing maybe a couple of those Furia guys, then you, you obviously have to take a shot in one of the cheap guys. Um, the only way I'd consider these guys is if you think Navi wins 2-0. Um, I guess it's possible, but uh, really, I think this one could be close. Um, but yeah, that's the only way I'd consider Perfecto Boomage or Flamey is if you get that, obviously, that plus 20-2-0 bonus. If it doesn't go 2-0, if it goes three maps, or they get 0-2, obviously, yeah, you're, you're going to be in rough shape. Um, so let's now move on to NIP versus Fates. So the, the guys, again, the underdogs here, I assume underdogs are going to be NIP, even though FaZe have been struggling recently. The price tags look really good on these guys, like they did the Mad Lions side, right? You have Knock at 7.4, Plopsky at 7.2. Um, and then Twist has been good too, 6.6. Rez has flashed a little upside at 6.8K. So the price points on these guys do look good. Now my favorite play is Plopsky at 7.2K. It's always him and Knock for me. Um, when you have Rez and Twist priced about the same as them, I'm just going to give the edge to Knock and Plopsky. I, again, I know Twist has been good recently, but I just like Plopsky and Knock more when they're priced about the same. Um, Plopsky, he's the most aggressive player on this team. I think he has the most upside. Uh, his numbers: 0.73 kills round, 0.64 deaths round. Knock at 0.72 and 0.63, so very, very similar. Twist is hovering around a 1.0 KD, kind of the same thing with Rez. Uh, then Hampus is slightly negative. So. Are all these guys viable? I, I think they are, right? Hampus is a really cheap price point. FaZe has been struggling. I think the only way I consider him is, again, if you think NIP win 2-0. I think it is possible, right? FaZe have struggled. So that, that's always viable. It's just, you know, the cheap guy that you go with, you gotta, um, you're really hoping for the 2-0 uh, sweep there. So, yeah, I, I would probably rank these plays. Plopsy one for me, knock two. Uh, and then Rez and Twist are about tied for third. And then, again, if you think the NIP win 2-0, you can target a guy like Campus. Then let's talk about the phase guys. So I'm going to be interested to see what the ownership it comes in on these guys. Um, I think the high zone guy for sure is going to be called Zara 7K. That that really stands out to me as a good price um, if you think FaZe uh, win this one. Even if you don't, 7K, that's about probably $500 to $1,000 too cheap, in my opinion, for this matchup, right? Um, if you look at Cold Zero's numbers, he's got the second-best numbers overall, 0.71 kills round, 0.62 deaths round. It's honestly not too far off Nico. Um, now, Nico has more kills, but he's a little bit more aggressive, but 0 0.79, 0 0.67. So, yeah, Cold Zero, Cold Zero averaging, what, about plus, 
plus 0.9, whereas Nico's at plus 0.12, right? So not super far off, but uh, Nico is, again, the more aggressive player. But you're going to have to pay premium for him. He's 9.4K. So is Nico going to be popular tomorrow? I eh, I don't know if he's going to be that popular. Again, I think ownership will be kind of spread out on this slate. Um, I obviously like Nico, right? He's coming off a bad game. FaZe is coming off the bad, a bad game. Ownership is going to be lower. Kind of the same thing with Simple. Um so, yeah, the, the price point looks good on, uh, on Nico for sure. Again, my favorite play, though, on phase would be Cold Zera. Brokey at 8.6K, for me, is a complete cross-off unless you just want to get super contrarian. Doesn't make sense to get to Brokey there when I could get to Cold Zera for $1,600 less or Nico for $800 more. It's really a stay away. I mean, does Brokey have decent numbers? Yeah, he's, he's been okay. He looks good at the off, but there's just no point for me to, to play him over Cold Zera. Uh, unless you're trying to get very contrarian in tournaments, right? It's just Cold Zera is the optimal play for sure if we're talking just phase. Now, Rain at 6.8K, he's been a little bit up and down. I don't know if I want to do it at that price. Like, I, I would feel more confident going to a guy like a core uh, at literally the exact same price. Bimaz was absolutely terrible that last game. Um, I don't know what he finished with, but it was, I think it was like 13 and 31. Something just terrible. Watching that game, um, he just did a lot of the, uh, you know, watching of the flank, um, the not not killing work, right? He he just kind of sat in the back. Um, he he watched like the bomb sites that not a lot of people went to on defense. So, eh. I, again, the price point is really cheap, four point four k, and like recent games, he's had some decent games, right? Against Fnatic, only went negative seven. Uh, against Spirit, only went negative four or six. Uh, he went positive against Godsent. So those are not terrible numbers. Again, I think any you can make an argument for anyone on the slate as long as yeah, I think I would I would target Bmos if I think Phase win 2-0. That's the only way I would target him. Um, so yeah, again, I would rank my place for sure. Cold Zero one and then Nico two. Brokey's basically a stay away from me. Rain kind of a stay away too. Um, and then Bimaz, only way I'd consider him is if you think FaZe win 2-0. Uh, but lastly, let's talk about 100 Thieves and uh, Furia. So we have um, Furia coming in at minus 155 favorites. Furia are going to be more popular, but I love Furia here. Um, I know both teams have been in relatively good form. Um, Furia have won the last four games. Um, 100 Thieves, close loss there against uh, Cloud9, tied against Triumph. So not necessarily the best form, but 100 Thieves are still a solid team. I just, again, personally, the, um, we have Furia ranked number eight overall in the world. I think they're the best team at Counter-Strike right now. I've watched a lot of it. I, I think they are the best team. So I'll get to their price points in a sec. Obviously, once we talk about 100 Thieves. But I love the Furia side. That's where I'm going to be going tomorrow. Um, I'll probably play at least two of those Furia guys. Now, if you want to go this 100 Thieves route, I, I don't think that's out of the question, right? Fury can always have an off game. Um, it's possible, right? Even the best teams lose. So the price points do look good on these 100 Thieves guys. JKS at 7.2, and especially Jakeem at 6.4K. Those two price points look really good. Again, the underdogs on the slate, the price points are, are good, right? The Mad Lion side, the NIP side, the 100 Thieves side. Um, so I, I think my favorite play for his price would be Jakeem, then JKS. Uh, gratisfaction is always viable too using the op, but I just prefer Jake Jakeem for a little bit more or a little bit less or JKS for a little bit more. Now, AZR and Lias, they have actually had decent games too. Um, 
they've had games where they've actually been the top scorers on, on the scoreboard, right? The last two games that we have here on DraftKings, 20 and 16 for Lias, 24 and 18. AZR has been decent too, uh, 18 and 19, 16 and 17. Not terrible, right? So I guess I'd prefer Lias to AZR if you wanted to go a really cheap 100 Thieves, guys. Um, if we look at their numbers for the last three months, uh, you have AZR slightly, slightly negative. Lias, again, same thing. Jakeem at 0.73, Killsbrown at 0.68, Desperown, Jcast 0.72 and 0.60, and then Gratisfaction at 0.7 and 0.65. So they are a little bit more of a balanced team, right? We have seen those bottom guys in the roster kind of carry the team sometimes. But my favorite place, if you want to go this route, is Jcast Jakeem. Now, could you go a one-off 100 Thieves guy if you wanted to go a two Fury? I think that is possible, right? So I really like the Fury side. Say you play two of those Fury guys. I don't think it's out of the question for me to run it back with a guy like Jakeem because the price point is really, really cheap. Um, but yeah, now let's talk about Furio. So this is where I feel the most confident, honestly. The price points look really good in these guys. Quesarado, 8.4. Yuri, 7.6K. Those two stand out as two of my favorite plays right now, obviously. I do like Honey, two at 8.2K. Um, all three... Uh, the good thing with this roster is those we know where the production is coming from. Those three do really carry the roster. Now, Arts actually did have a good game that last game. He had 86 fancy points, more of an outlier, right? We don't see that a whole lot. If you look at their numbers the last three months, you have Yuri at 0. 0.77 and 0.61, Quesarado at 0.74 and 0.56, and Henny at 0. 0.72 and 0. 0.55. So honestly, really dominant numbers from those three guys. Again, I think right now this is the best team in Counter-Strike. I really like those top three guys. Um, I think for cash games, play two of those top three for sure. You can even argue to play all three. Um, but yeah, I, I really do like the Fury guys today. Art um, and Vinny, I think, you know, again, they don't have the best numbers, but they're decently cheap, right? 6.2K for Art, Vinny at 5K. I think I, I consider targeting those guys if you think um, if you think Fury win 2-0, right? Um, now let's talk about roster construction. So the reason why I like more of the balance approach for cash games is because there's a lot of good plays in the 8K range, in the 7K range. So let me go over those really quick. So, right, so for cash games, honestly, I think I probably avoid Simple, Nico, and obviously Brokey I don't like. But yeah, like cash games, again, Caserato, Henny, Yuri, Electronic Anabi, been playing really good. Bubshki, under 8K. Um, you have Cold Zera at 7K. The NIP guys are low 7K range. Um, you have JKS at 7.2. You have you know a guy like Jakeem at 6.4. A guy like a Core at 6.8K. That would probably those guys that just listed off would probably be my core. For cash games, I think you can make a really good lineup out of those guys I just listed. Now, if you wanted to go with one of these guys at the top, right, Simple or Nico, you're going to have to sacrifice a little bit to go to get them. Now, if you wanted to play both, I think that's viable, but you're going to have to get really risky, right? So, say, let's just say we played Simple, Nico, Caserato, right? Those, like, in my opinion, like the, the top three overall plays we're not considering Sally. Um, you have 7.7K remaining. You still have to play a, a value option, too. So you're for sure going to have to play at least one or two of these cheap options if that's the way you want to go. Now, again, if you feel good about one of the cheap options, then sure, that's viable. But I don't really feel confident in any of those guys. When I play one of those cheap guys, it's normally kind of a shot. Again, 
Uh, Masuta, that was kind of a shot in the dark, was just hoping he didn't kill me. He did kill me. So um, it, it's all about how you want to go. That's why I think I I um, prefer the balanced approach in cash games. There's just a lot of good plays in that 8K, 7K, even the high 6K range. Uh, but again, for GPPs, simple, obviously, in play. Nico in play. It's just you got to play probably at least one of those cheap guys that you're most likely not going to feel great about. But I think that is going to do it for the video, guys. Um, if you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I really appreciate it. If you like the video, subscribe if you haven't already. If you're listening to it on podcasts, right, uh, leave a five-star review uh, or five-star rating and a review. That would really help me out, guys, to continue to obviously grow my podcast as well. So, you know, if, if you can take one minute out of your day and go uh, leave a five-star uh, rating and a review, I would really, really appreciate that. Uh, it helps me out, again, to continue to uh, put out free content for you guys every single day. Now, we have an exciting weekend coming up, guys. We have golf, PGA, starting tomorrow, the Charles Schwab Tournament. If you guys are interested in that, I did have a video up there. That'll be, um, you can see that um, at the end of my video. Um, and then also, we have Call of Duty coming up this Friday. Um, I'm going to be working on my spreadsheet tonight. I'll have a video up for Call of Duty tomorrow, and I'll release uh, obviously my spreadsheet on Twitter tomorrow as well. If you guys don't follow me on Twitter, it's important to do so. It's in the description below. I release a lot of good information there. I release my um, um, Charles Schwab um, tournament um, cheat sheet there with a lot of good stuff, a lot of good information. So, yeah, it's important to follow me on Twitter as well, guys. Uh, But thanks again for everyone to come and check the video. Really do appreciate it. Hope you guys all have a good day, and I will see you all in the next video.